from the vampires and Vita. Thank you so much for joining us as we normally do. Why don't we throw it over to Tyler to give us a little bit of background about what we did last week. Happy post-Halloween, everybody. Right. I hope you're enjoying all of your discount candies. We join our heroes this week. <laughs> it's a public and, service announcement. Yeah, right. uh, we are finally in Reno. Right? Uh, well, you guys are slept in the mine. You know, you're about to get to Reno. Well, we didn't sleep in the mine, I hope. No. <laughs> we'll get to the mine. Slept, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We are traveling to Reno, and we got to a mining town with uh, Mr. Cap. Uh, we brought a pretty light party. I think we only brought um, Pierre. Yeah. As you, didn't backup. Br- you didn't bring any big heavy hitters. We decided to leave them to take care of our town. Uh, and and secure perimeters and kind of continue to make sure that the the things that need to get done are getting done uh, in lieu of having extra protection. So uh, a catch-22, you know. Sure. But uh, a decision that we made collectively. And we got into this mining town, and we found out that Cap has uh, discovered a very large uh, vein, veins, plural, of uh, powdery pure silver yeah. that is a game changing uh, new uh, idea. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it changes everything, is what I'm trying to say. Sean, you want to sneeze? I do. So <laughs> much. <laughs> So much. Just, He's just in character because that, this is how Barnaby felt as well. Yeah. It, it's all the silver in the air. Yeah. It is. So uh, after getting some serious allergies in the silver mine, we had a, a brief discussion with Cap in which Alistair uh, attempted to and somewhat successfully planted the seed that he hasn't been in contact with the Camarilla since he left uh, Plymouth. And that a lot has changed. Uh, there's a new industry, new technologies, there's electricity, there's railroads, and, and the Camarilla itself is also uh, changing to fit that and, and becoming more of a, a capitalist idea in itself in the way that it handles and operates. Um, and so Alistair was, was explaining, last thing he said was basically... Everything that you've built, uh, you've built for yourself, and you're, you're proud of it, but the Camarilla will come in and they will claim it as theirs, especially something this important and this powerful. Even though you are an important, you were important in the Camarilla, this is now above you, you know. And uh, gave him some literature to read about the Camarilla, and then talked to the party about uh, what our next plans were and how we were going to navigate and negotiate our way uh, through Reno. And so that's, that's where we are. That's what's happening. So uh, welcome to Vampire. Welcome to Vampire. Everyone kind of coming into this camp. What you did see was everyone was kind of very, very happy to be there. You saw a lot of families. Um, some of the oldest people you saw there were around their like 30s, if you will. Young children. A lot of children there laughing, learning, uh, seems to be some of them is the age of one all the way up to the age of about 10. Uh, after that, it becomes a little bit more like 
teenagers actually doing something in the mine. Hard to tell when they're all covered in soot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's hard work, but you see that there's, like, you know, food being prepared as, like, uh, the stronger kids go into the mine, uh, the adults as well. You do see some, like, 40-year-olds there kind of overseeing. More like that's more of a permanent job for them here. That one old foreman with the big white beard. Yeah, and the, yeah. And the pickaxe. Yeah, definitely has like a, uh, a, a like an overseer kind of feel to mm-hmm. it. Um, seems to be put into a slightly better station, nicer clothes, that whole idea. But the uh, evening does take you. Uh, you do hear merriment here. In fact, maybe a little bit even too much for like a mining town. Like there seems to be a, a celebration of the day constantly. Mm. Uh, good work has been done. Um, I'd be, I'd be happy too if I had that much silver. Yeah, I mean, this is you know, but pe- like I think one of the last moments of uh, last week's game is like you see like an old guy coming out and he's just like brushing off that mm-hmm. pure silver from his mm-hmm. from his suit. That's probably enough for a normal person to live quite handsomely in the normal world. Uh, the morning does keep you though, so uh, why don't we do a uh, roll to see uh, how you wake up in the next morning? Copy that. Hey. Hey. All right. We're looking for a rouse roll, guys. Rouse check? I'm roused. <laughs> Fixed a problem. Uh-huh. I'll be standing up for a little bit. That's a success. <clears throat> That's a success. <laughs> You're a success. There we go. Do it. Hey, I'll take oh. that. Fair enough. I did roll a 10. I do want to handle this, guys. Fuck. Willpower? Okay. Which is not a... Well, here's the thing. I could willpower it's not a one. Yeah. Right? It just means that things work out just messily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> but, sorry. seeing as how we are traveling and I'm trying to keep my wits about me, I will, I will burn a, a, a willpower, which, which brings me down to the three okay. for the, until I get some willpower back. Fair enough. Uh, well, what, no, I think four, because I think I burned a temporary willpower on a I'll have to double check. I have three or four. Okay. Uh, not, a, not a dangerously low amount. What you do there. wake up to, uh, Alistair, is the smell of healthy female. You don't know if they're attractive healthy or not, female. but they are healthy here. They're well-fed. So, like, attraction can be many, many things, especially in the West when your pool keeps on dwindling and less and less women to feed on perhaps you're a gentleman around town that likes a little bit of seasoning in their sauce uh but you do smell a a, a bouquet if you will of uh new cattle that he has all healthy if you were a guy that was looking at humans as cattle you would be like yep they got all their teeth and they're strong <laughs> but you're able to force it down kind of like getting out of a hangover maybe associate some of that discomfort and pain just by the magnitude of silver that you're around uh barnaby one of the things that you see when you wake up is uh your asian friend not friend but asian companion he sends out his vulture into the sky that's something that you just notice that he's like at the break at the break of moonlight that's kind of something that he sends out to survey the land around it the break of midnight. I like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like uh, the general atmosphere is very the similar. Like that, you you see a bunch of people happy. 
whistle why they work, if, as, as if you will. It's backbreaking work, but you see everything kind of coming together. They, they're obviously well supplied. There's food. There's, you know, the kids are playing cheerfully. A lot of kids. A lot of kids. Like abnormal amount of kids? Yeah, for like a, a mining town, like for a mining establishment. I mean, like in between these two canyons, so like the, the, the sound of children laughter kind of echoes throughout the cavern. Um, everyone, I mean, yeah, you can see you can see parents teaching, like, okay, so first you bring it out, and this is how to break down the material and all that jazz. Mm. Weird. Yeah, the camp's yours. The camp? Yeah. The whole camp and nothing but the camp? Yep, Cap hasn't seemed to have gotten out of his big tent yet. Alistair is literally just standing at like the mine entrance, just staring at it. Yep, slight nausea, always at the pit of your stomach you, with that uh, much silver, like, kind of... Yeah, you doing all right? Mr. Hayworth. Mm, mm. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're all, you all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good evening, good evening. You're right. He turns back around. He just has like those red eyes. Yeah, yeah like, as you for were sure. In the, in the middle <laughs> like, of spring, somebody's like really suffering. Yeah, like me the whole year. Yeah. You're sure you're okay? Yes, it's just um, I wasn't expecting uh, this information. This I, I don't know if, know if you understand the implication that Cap has laid upon us with the amount of silver that he seems to be acquiring. Well, um, all the more reason to um, ingratiate ourselves to our host. I personally would rather not be silvered. Is that a folkloric bling? Hang on. I definitely have a folkloric bling. Well, silver affects uh, all, all vampires. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like standing next to an open oven, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it is hot. Like, mm-hmm. like that's a good way to describe it. Like, uh, just the amount of silver wafting out of this area would be uncomfortable to be directly in front of. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, he seems to have built up some kind of tolerance. He doesn't seem to be bothered by it as much as we are. He's old, bros. Oh, well, I forget that. (laughs) He's... I'm just so used to... Yeah. Yes, there's... I mean, tolerance comes with time. The blood is thicker, and it's... Should we eat him? Hmm? What? Should we eat him? Should we eat Cap? Yeah. You are welcome to try. <laughs> I mean, honestly. I mean, in what way? I mean, like, sock his blog. <laughs> like, consume him. Yes. Okay, well, I... Topor? Wooden steak? I'm gonna go back to staring at the... In a straw. ...line now. <laughs> uh, my, I imagine, my... Barnaby, you're standing next to us. You're listening to a person... By the way, as a uh, gangrel, there's always a... Uh, even though you weren't taught by your sire, there's you know there's more power in dollar racing. There's a, there's a primal urge to be the alpha in any camp, and you know you're not currently. So, from an animalistic perspective, you eating, off his blog. yeah, eat, eating the head would, you know, make it, it makes sense in a pack mentality. Your your mammal brain takes over after past that, but you can see the repercussions. But it doesn't sound like a horrible idea. It does. <laughs> I mean, I'm just floating the idea. Look, it would certainly... My worry is not that he has this silver. Uh, my worry is that he gives it away. That yes. he's going to make the decision to trust in the Camarilla. Uh, in which case he will be... I'm not talking out of my eyes. He will be burned. Uh, that is a That is a deal he will be burned on right uh, but at that point it will be too late 
so if we kill him now, Camarilla doesn't know where he's at. They don't care about him right now, currently. Bobby, if, he's currently off book, so... If that is a, if that We're going to take him now. If that time. is a conversation that you wanted to have, perhaps we shouldn't have left every important character... <laughs> A hundred miles away. Yeah, just, hey, but just, I have a contact you, to get you, them here if we need to. Yeah, we're just floating the we're just floating the idea, man. I would rather float the idea of Cap making uh, a decision to align more with us and supply us with silver, so that we can have a mutual protection and a mutual target on our face as well. We already guy. have that. Currently, not necessarily don't him. Have. He's the one with the target on our face. Nobody else knows about us. Because he believes he's with the Camarilla. Okay, that doesn't change from the fact that the target is going to shift from him to us. No, with the, this, the, with the, this, with these. His target is on us. Yeah. His target is on us because he aligns with the Camarilla. If he aligns with us instead, there will still be a target, but the main difference is that we will have silver. As you say that, you do see that Pierre Pouf is coming up, and he's got a little small glass vial, and he has a, like, the head, it kind of gets a little bit tighter. He's, he's collected some of that blue dust, and he's, like, very patiently putting it into this little glass vial that he has. It's, like, round, wrapped in a, a like, very clickrified, uh, like, capsule that's around the, what you would assume is glass. You know, Pierre, if you ask yeah. nicely, we might be able to get you some silver bullets. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, um, a very rare technique, but uh, with this much of uh, I mean, yeah, I'm assuming that uh, he would understand at least the uh, the potential to make this a weapon. And silver doesn't affect you? I, I'm not a vampire. Well, no, I know that, but I'm you are something. Yes, I am a misguided child of a fallen family. <laughs> the mask sneeze. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, with... We all, we all have our. Yeah, I, I was, I was something once when I was a true poof. Uh, trust me, I am. <laughs> I'm more of a prior. So you are not society. a true poof anymore. Uh, no, I do not have. Re- I do not have. He's the, poof adjacent. <laughs> my entire family's lineage, as far as their resources are concerned, have poofed in front of me and disappeared into the wind. So. Um, right. What's the percentage of poof that you have at yeah. this point? Yeah. Oh, what I have in the back, what is was drilled into my head as a child, um, the knowledge that my family does possess is rare and quite a commodity. But uh, I would say that they are not thrilled that um, their knowledge and their secrets are out there with me. In fact, uh, it's never been said so much, but if I was to disappear from this earth, I believe my family would be thrilled. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's fair. That's terrible. I relate on that on a deep What do you level. mean? What? Who wants you dead? My sire at this point, most likely. What? No, I don't believe it. It's like... I don't believe it. It's it's like... I mean, I know y'all been true or strict, but... Benoit, specifically. It's like when a child has a favorite toy, right? Um... Let's say a, a puppy, but he considers it a toy, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he abuses the puppy, right? And uh, the puppy runs away. And let's say the parents go out uh, and they return the puppy to the child, uh, and the child kills the puppy for abandoning him in a fit of rage, right? And, and, and betrayal. You see the situation. <laughs> I am the puppy, I and mean, Benoit is the child. And the Camarilla is the parents, right? So, but if the puppy comes back as, you know, a grown-ass dog, the child might, you know, 
if the puppy has gone long enough and returns as, as an adult, uh, the child probably will not want to fuck with the dog. Because the teeth are bigger, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Unless the fear is something that they don't want around, and then they figure out a way to kill the dog either way. As you, as you say that, there's a young child that does come up to your group, and uh, for you specifically, Barnaby, kind of like, huh? Like, like we're talking about like two years old, you know, <laughs> just kind of the face. <laughs> Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. <laughs> yeah. I only like orphans. <laughs> you got a belly full of milk. Get out of here, kid. Yeah, right. You overprivileged little shit. Get yeah, the fuck right. away from me. I bet you can read. People carrying you everywhere. Yeah, shit. right. Like he gives like your leg like a big hug. Uh, but like talking about like a puppy turning into a wolf, like coming up as one of the older guys. You can see that he's probably like a, a lifer in the mine, or he has some like he's like oh, oh, oh. and just like how well muscled he is. Like that, yeah, that it, weird skeleton. It's that like, old man strength. Yeah. Like you know, they're not fit, but they're just wide. Yeah. You know, like they're he's got all the random muscles from in the yeah. mine. <laughs> yeah, just like and you just like grabs a kid by his neck. Yeah, daddy. Yeah, right, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 It sounds like it's checking all of the boxes. Yeah, I don't know. Right, yeah. Well, he's still got some salt and pepper in there. I mean, like, you do There's look a little up. pepper left in the salt. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, as he's walking away, though, you see this big hand kind of, like, usher the kid towards that. And he does run into a, a woman. So I imagine, you can imagine he's either a grandpa or a, or maybe the father. You don't know anything about so this culture daddy, yet. daddy, not daddy. Yeah. Right. It, and it appears that... Strong, though. Bigger, I mean, like, fit. For being a Ventru, and I've had my fair share of um, boardroom meetings, uh, Cap appears to have remained... um, He's retained uh, an odd amount of humanity, given his age and his um, capacity for power, which is an outlier, to say the least. Do you suppose that's humanity, or is that just understanding what he needs to get the jobs done? There are two ways to um, to run a business, um, and that is true. But a lot of Ventru prefer the uh, brutality that breeds profit. Sure. It's just, it's quicker, easier, more efficient, and, and, and fear can move mountains, you know. Uh, it's just interesting to me seeing the um, the familial nature around this town, because... If anything, it's less profitable. Right. You know, he could just have a city of ghouls with his power. He could run the mines 24-7. But there's... As you say that and gesture out, you do see ladies doing laundry for the men that are working. You smell fresh stew in the air. I think his ideas are more aligned with ours than we first imagined. And if Reno is like this, then... Uh, there's there's hope that there is um, a level of patience and understanding in him that is usually lost amongst the stronger Ventru. Right. Or at least the ones in Boston. Because they are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand that, but I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, I just think that death by other vampire might be something we keep in the back of our minds until this is all sorted out. I'm not above at least making the attempt. That would require if this a lot of planning. That's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. not saying no. Totally. I, I agree. It is going to take saying, a lot of planning. Like, let's not get too uh, trigger happy, Pierre. 
He's like, he's like, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just like, you know. Anything could happen. Okay. We are in a very tenuous moment. Yeah. Um, right now, things seem to appear slightly favorable. When they go into the negative, I would like to entertain those ideas with more frequency. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'd like to continue planting the seeds that we are uh, a group of like-minded individuals. Well, yeah, I think that that's, I mean, obviously, yeah, but certainly. I just, you know, I just wanted to, to bring that up and make sure it was on everybody's radar because I, I just think it's a plausible out. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I just, it's just, it's. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. No, it's just for me, it's refreshing to be around a Ventru that isn't um, a such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right. As a that, Ventru, that's not a Ventru. You know, yeah. As your conversation starts to Me, peter yeah. there, you, you do overhead, uh, you feel that slight chill, even from the moonlight, when like a shadow passes over you. Like, you know, if I was to block this light, you'd feel like a, like a tiniest degree, you'd still feel it. And it's the, uh, this is a freebie for you guys. You, f- you feel the, uh, the bird that, you, that you've seen like coursing over your area and you remember to keep your voices down because oh. unless you tell me you are perp- if you tell me you're purposely hiding your voice I mean we're, we're talking about often they're you know the, diablerizing so yes we're you, definitely speaking you, you, in hushed tones yes, but I'm saying if you don't Tell me this is on a mm. secret. From this point on, we're speaking a secret language <laughs> yeah. that nobody knows except for us three. <laughs> yeah, he actually he taught us to plain speak. Yeah, yeah. we're, yeah, we're yeah. plain speaking. Right. That's um, it. Steel like, seconds. It's like voguing. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. I'm mewing. Yeah, right. I'm yes. mewing. <laughs> all in the eyebrows. It's Finger all tunting. entirely in the eyebrows. <laughs> it's a real advanced version. Yeah, right. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Passed down by generation to generation. Uh, yeah, uh, but but that that cold shadow does go around, just reminding you that uh, the freer your tongues are, mm-hmm. perhaps we're a little more watched than we think. Can I see the uh, the Asian guy, as you put it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, uh, he's sitting on a rock. He just seems to uh, just relaxing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but because you guys are in a canyon, you know, with a river running, <laughs> river runs through it. Oh, uh, like yeah, he's he's sitting out. You can see that, like he like looks up for the bird. And uh, it just dives down, and it catches a fish and just drops it into, like, where the people are. And he smiles to himself, and they run over, and they gut the fish and throw it into the stew pot. I'm going to walk over to this Asian guy. Are you going to walk over to him? Well, I was going okay, to, you but can I figure, you know. I'll continue yeah. talking to Rose. Yeah, they continue to talk. When I see that sh- or feel that shadow go around, it kind sure. of... Maybe I should go over that way. So sure, sure. It kind of head his direction. Yeah, the closer you get, you feel like... Um, like, you know, like a dog that's going into another, like, a- animal's territory. Like, almost like his, like his musk of some sort, like, is, like, this is my area. It doesn't, it's not offensive, but, like, you, you feel that. You haven't been around a lot of gangrels, have you? No. Not really. No. You can kind of see him, like, nod up as if he's, he doesn't look at you, but he looks over his shoulder, acknowledging, you know, someone's yeah. behind him. Yeah. What brought you all the way out here? To the city or to seeing you? Well, to the city. Um, Cap's giving us a tour to make us understand what he has here. I've been with Cap for 200 years, <laughs> if not more. 
fact, what's the date? Do you know the date? I do. And I say it. It's uh, 300. 1864? Yeah, 300. It's been 300 years. Wow. Look at the 1880s? Yeah, or? something. Yeah, pretty much up that way. Maybe 60s? Yeah. And has, has this always been the endeavor? We found the silver later. It's been useful. Useful in what way? Just m- m- monetarily? Yeah, Cap has ideas about beauty. What it is to be a strong, independent nation. He says it's going to be useful, and honestly, I hate going into that mine, so they can understand. I don't know if you've been hurt by sure, uh, silver yet, but it's not exactly a fun process. Well, I just had a little bit in my face, and it wasn't fun. Yeah. Well, imagine that, but... Yes. Yeah. He comes back, and he's got, like, this crooked smile. There, you, you, you feel like an animal presence, though. It's almost like looking in the into the face like of a lion like he, the, the tufts of his hair are like thick they're all black but I mean like it's like the sunken cheeks you can you can feel like a very powerful jaw underneath it the the eyebrows come down you can see that that lion like where the mane is and you know they have those wrinkles that go up their eyebrows there's just there's a lion persona there with just black mane that goes all the way back sorry that's alright I know it's the silver yeah it's, it's, it's so much <laughs> It just burns my eyes. Yeah, it affects me too. Uh, it's my probably my least favorite part of the city. And you guys stay here? Just no. We. It's hard because if anything gets attacked, it's down here. The natives come because, as you've noticed with your allergies, it's it's hard for us to be around this area for too long. So we have to support it with guards, human guards, and you know, let Cap tell you all that, but. It's one of the few things that we're lacking. Could really use more people. Well, that doesn't seem like what he's bringing us here for. I don't think people is his goal. I really don't know what his goal is, to be honest. Well, promised us beauty eventually. Told us it would be hard. You might want to... You know, you guys don't trust Cap. I get that. I do. I mean, you didn't fight in any wars with him. You didn't see him do the things he's done for our kind of people in general. But I believe in his dream. He's made quite a lot of big things that I couldn't do. So I understand you believe in Cap, but do you believe in the Camarilla too? I believe in having a tribe that respects my abilities. I don't really care what box I have to check to make that true. I'm useful for Cap. Cap is useful for me. I get that. He's never gone back on a promise he's made me. Not once. And trust me, it has cost him before. To keep his word is not always easy as you think. No. Especially Honesty's if, important. Yeah. So, what I can say is his word is his bond. As long... You're not trying to get more out of him than he's trying to get out of you. I'd also say, and he like reaches over, and you can see that his hands are like almost like paws, like they have like a much softer palm. You know what I mean? Like the fingers seem to be slightly closer together. You can see like longer nails on it. Very cat like. Very cat like. The hand goes on your shoulder. He is going to get more, though. But 
far as I've seen, it's always been fair. Hmm. Kind of turns back, and you can almost see his like eyes, like wide over. You can almost guess he's looking through his. It's a nice vulture. bird you got there, <laughs> Eric. Yeah. You've been friends for quite a while. I see that you have a companion, too. Yeah. Friendship not as long, but so far it's been worth it. How'd you get it? I say I fell into it. It's <laughs> a great line. Fell into a wiggle. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like, he, like, like his head barks back his laughter. It's like, <laughs> I like that. It's been a while I've seen one of my own kind. Yeah. It's been forever. I see that you have friends. I, I deal with loneliness myself, like almost the need to have a pack. I'm not lonely. Well, then why do you have friends? Kind of stewing that for a second. Well, just kind of the like dirt. <laughs> just lead you there as like the beautiful like creek does continue to go. You still have, you know, you see a guy that's content, somebody that's found a job, essentially. Yeah. I say Barnaby feels a little bit of jealousy to that. Okay. And also to see that he has... A level of uh, what's the word? Um, content. Sure. Yeah. He's found something mm-hmm. that works for him. Yeah. Like you can, you can, you can. Like they're finishing like filleting the fish at that point, and you can see that, you know, just that little bringing fish to the humans kind of gave him a chuckle. You know, it was easy for him; didn't cost him anything, and he just, he has enjoyed that. Nice. All right. Well, uh, up past you, you do hear the sounding hooves of Cap on his big black horse. Definitely a short pony, the nicest of all the groups, obviously. Uh, thankfully, the heads have been severed at this point, so and the horse has been washed. Uh, you do get this moment, Rose, though, looking over of just like you know, like when a cowboy's like hat is tilted down. Mm-hmm. And just him, like, arranging himself on the horse. And Where like, all you see is, like, the jawline. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and, and that, like, pivot step of the horse. And he just seems to walk perfectly with it. There's just no difference between what, what he's on. He, he's a man in the saddle. And the hat comes up. And not as if he knows what you were talking about, but kind of smiles at you and expects you to ex- enjoy the silhouette. I squint back. Mm. So... I trust that we all slept well. Well enough. It seems that some of us are getting a little package. She looks over towards you, Alistair. Do you need sustenance? Mm, I would greatly appreciate uh, breakfast, yes. Mm. Being one of my ilk, I have my own preclusions about eating as well. Mm. Um, what do I need to provide for you? Um... I just really need some uh, some young female blood. No, fair not enough. like young, young, but like you know, not like a weird, like young, <laughs> <laughs> like even, like not even like a weird for the era. Young, like fourteen, like, yeah, 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 like an adult. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, you know, early twenties. You know, oh, we have quite a few women around. Um, you will have to ask that. Uh, in, in my city, at least, you will have to ask the husband for permission. Uh, but that shouldn't be a problem to find. Uh, please go ahead. Wait a minute. Are you 
insinuating that the people that I am surrounded by this in this um, in this town are aware entirely of the existence of our kind? Oh, no, no, no. They think that we're noble. I've created a mess-oath that does leave our entire way of drinking and eating. At the door, I don't break a masquerade. I create a false place of what the noble people need, and that is time and experience from those that they need to feed upon. It was always done in between closed doors, so they don't understand the nature. They're just required to spend time with us. And they don't remember? That is possible. Yes, we can get rid of the feeding, but the feeding actually, if you do it correctly, can be quite enjoyable. Okay. I have so many questions. I mean, like, is this happening (laughs) under the pretense of something else? No, they just understand that there are betters and there's a caste system within my town. So, but yeah, but why permission from the husbands? Well, because this is a way to make it Do I have to get permission from the wives? If that's who you're feeding upon, yes. Hmm. In fact, women are very, very thought upon highly in my town. In fact, the thing that we're dealing with is... What do they think we're doing? uh, uh, Bringing them closer to the experience of becoming nobles themselves. This will all make more sense as we get closer to the city. I've made kind of a caste system... Well, Barnaby's intrigued. Yeah, so, uh, in the background, you see Alistair get slapped by. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he gestures towards like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, oh, darling. He gestures towards all, all the miners. He's like, this miners little... like miners. No, no. not weird. He's like, this group of my individuals are currently on the Lotus Totem Pole. You see, there'll be different ages and different skill sets. Um, as you go through, this will be their final year here, and then they will go back up to the top of the class system that will be, let's call it executive class. As they spend a year there, enjoy some of the finer stuff, the next year they'll go down and down and down further down my system. There will be chances for their children to become experts in different engineerings and or farming and or landscaping or or building, if you will. Uh, but if they are unable to facilitate all those things, they'll end up back in the mine. Over a series of five to ten years, uh, eventually leaving the system to have everyone at the top learn everything from the top to the bottom. Well, it seems like you've thought this through thoroughly and uh, have built uh, a useful and uh, provably successful uh, system for yourself. Well, something I found is none of them like being poor. Mm-hmm. In fact, they hate it. Mm-hmm. It's very hands-on of you. But you need, but you need poor. To make this all work, you need someone to work the mine. You need someone to wash the glasses. You need someone, if we're going to have a restaurant. What I'm saying is it's very hands-on, which you've done. Oh, yes. But if you let them be rich for a small amount of time, they'll happily go to the mine, because they know it's only for a short amount of time. And this system never breaks. (laughs) We don't allow it. What does that mean? It's uh, very interesting. It's um, definitely uh, not what the Camarilla does. Well, and then I walk off before he can yeah, respond. I, yeah. I leave that. I say that, and then, assuming that he's read some of the literature yeah, right, yeah. Uh, that I gave him, I say that, and then I, I excuse myself, and then I off camera will feed, do the thing. Sure. Uh, and then I have, well, honestly, you got to go talk. So you see a guy, you oh find, you find your girl. Him. Okay. You got to ask permission. That was just established. <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. 
Good also, big and <laughs> good evening. Big, big and strong. Well, this guy is like of of better health than he looks like he's oh, shit. Very, like strong. Good evening, sir. My name is Alistair Hayworth. I come from a town about a hundred miles south of you. Uh, I am with um, Cap, who I'm sure you are aware of, um, who is showing me around your lovely town, um, and um, I. Uh, would like to spend uh, perhaps uh, an hour or so. You want to fuck the wife? Yeah. <laughs> More or less. That is just fine with me. Wandering businessman up from the upper echelons of individuals. That's fine. Melinda! Sorry. Fuck, definitely not that. Uh, that's the first name that popped in my... Uh, L'Oreal! <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, the first few people hey, go, go. Well, no, walk yourself out of it. I'll yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. L'Oreal. Do you want to take the ten now? Yeah, right, yeah, right. I was looking at you when I said it. Yeah, right. Uh, L'Oreal. We got some man over here that wants to have relationships. Absolutely. I'm sorry, was, do you have two wives? Who was Melinda? Yeah, right. <laughs> Barnaby is just jaw to the floor. Yeah, right. Just hey, no problem this. with all this shit. He reaches into his, like, stash real quick. He's like, you want, you want yourself one of these pick-me-ups? Hmm? What is that? Elaborate. <laughs> I mean, you look like be like a slightly old. You're, you are older than him in visualization. Mm. He's like, I don't some, some of our old of the congregation maybe need a little pick-up from time to time. Mm-hmm. I uh, think I'll be okay. You sure? Mm-hmm. You see him like... He's he, offering you old timey Viagra. Is well, that what's no, happening? What he, he pulls up, and he, he, he is it's a looking, snake fang. You poke it, and yeah, right. he's looking around. It, it seems to be a mushroom, like that he has. Oh. Mm-hmm. I sure. <laughs> yes. I, I take it, but yeah. I pocket it. All right. Uh, it is like cut down the middle. It's like not a full mushroom. It's like mm. seems to be like an amount. Uh, it's blue down the center. You see like silvery and gold uh, like droplets almost uh, uh, around the, mm. the top of the mushroom itself. Much obliged. Um, I'm gonna go now. Can <laughs> <laughs> I take a uh, L'Oreal? What I name her? L'Oreal. L'Oreal. Yeah. Take my wife, please. No, I, uh, <laughs> I get no respect. Yeah. Uh, and then I assume Jesus I can feed bada bing, bada boom, and then return to the group. Sure. Excellent. No problem. I will take a regular amount of, of feeding. Nothing crazy. Right. Just two points or one point or whatever have you. Yep, yep. I think it's one point. Oh, you, you look... Sorry. Wrong accent. <clears throat> I'm an oil man. You look better worse from where. We're ready to go. Yes, please. Get on the horse. Everyone waves you goodbye. You, you see, the man didn't seem very upset with you, having, mm. but he's assuming to be sex with his wife. I left like five bucks in her pocket. <laughs> that works. Whoa! If you li- if you keep them not poor for a minute, they'll they'll respect you. Well, that's pretty much. Kind I'm of the following I- the procedure. That's pretty much kind of the idea that he's put together. It's a very interesting version of capitalism that I can't. Ex- I can't. No, it's just capitalism. It's, yeah, you can just say. Capitalism. But it's a smart. Yeah. It's a smart way to do it, though, in a small <laughs> populace. Uh, as you guys continue to ride up, finally the uh, the canyon does split out, and you can start uh, seeing like more of a wide open range. The uh, the area has also changed. The more north you get, the more pine trees, the more you know, more foresty. You can see. A place that probably gets more rainfall. You don't know if that's because of the snow or the runoff, but you see, it's more—it's greener than your area. Hey, Barnaby, you want a mushroom? Yeah. 
I have, I have no idea what it does. You I just grab it from you and throw it in my mouth. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I do. All right. I build I build friendships, you know, in different ways. And now, you know, I don't want the mushroom, but I was like, I know a guy who wants some mushroom. You know, I'm reckless with that. That'll be your. <laughs> All right, your stamina. Mm-hmm. Oh, and your um, what, are, what do I do? Strength, yeah, stamina and strength. Oh, jeez, that's not that great. As you start to hear in the back of your ears, yes. If anybody can handle their shit, it's oh, going to be Barbie. Hey, I'll, take, I'll take that. So we're two so far. Two tens. Yeah. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Still two. Still too. Still too. Um, you, you, a mood lifter gets through you. You seem, you know, like a little bit happier on the ride. Colors are a little bit brighter. Bro, uh, be smiling. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. He, yeah, he truly right. Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. You both look back, and there's like, like, like a like, 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 happy, happy feel. Yeah. You're looking at this that permanent expanse. Scowl gone. Yeah, right, gone. <laughs> Uh, there is a placivity, like I mean, Ro- Rose is looking nice, and when she rides past you, there is a there is a m- larger appreciation of beauty. Let's just say. Whoa! Well, in fact, uh, if you, you, uh, you, you, you want to okay like, yeah, you, you, I am wonderful. Right? Pretty easily, you can see that his pupils have dilated. Uh, there is a physical change in him. That He's should make for a, a pleasant ride, hopefully. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're welcome. The saddle is so soft. All right. right yeah. It, it is. It's. It's a. It's a wonderful opiate-like feeling that, like, it's a. You know, uh, you're. Your mind's instead, so clear. Instead of, what of doing that thing where, like, you move your hips back and forth when you're riding the horse, he's like doing like a full, yeah, right. <laughs> his whole body, kind of like the undulating. Uh, the first thing that you're met to is uh, the smell of tar. Does <coughs> yeah. it smell like horrible? I mean, oh. you guys have lived in large cities before. It's, it smells yeah. like um, it smells a little bit like where you'd be, like where the tanners would be in a in a town. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm actually quite proud of this. See, this is where all waste management comes from. And he like starts pointing out, like, we have multiple rocks, and it goes through different systems. And of course, first, and then, as he's explaining it. Alistair's just, like, drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hmm, yeah. He's like, and then we actually found out that you could put an enclosure of it uh, with the addition of uh, earthworms and flies. And then, like, he's uh-huh. continuing. He's like, uh-huh. and then we put, like, a covering of wood on top of that. The flies come in, and they choose this. And, like, and then eventually we use this. Something as like a, this? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, yeah. As the conversation, he's pretty much figured out composting you know like water treatment uh and he's using a separate thing for urine only to do the tanning for all of his uh and you see it's a large organization more people than you're expecting are stretching out furs and like cutting you can see people cutting off the fat of the actual like skin itself and soaking it in these piles and hanging them out to dry and stretching them like well, this is, you know, and then you know the the flies come in, and then we feed these lava to the chickens. It's one they shit for themselves, and we feed back that food towards them. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that Rusty is aware of this technology. Yeah, absolutely. It might help. I'm writing it down. Yeah, you, <laughs> you see people that are working. He's like, and we actually found something that was quite amusing. Uh, the way to automate 
I don't know if you have automation yet, but I, we had quite a few smart humans burn here, and they figured out gears and ways to make mechanisms move together. Yeah, we got gears, man. Yeah, uh, well, there, there wasn't quite a lot of them other than small, for only the rich. We figured out how to manufacture them in a large idea. Hey, is my face, like, really soft? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just nice. That feels great. Yeah, yeah, Do that again. Yeah, he's like scratching his head like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just... yep. uh, on top of it, you see like a, a large correction of mechanism gears that are being uh, fueled by the methane that they've lit on fire to bottle uh, to boil a cauldron on top of their entire compost post that is just constantly stirring the compost. Man, if you had electricity, you'd really hit the next level. Well, you've yeah. said this word before. Mm-hmm. Electricity. Oh, is that the lightning in the bottom? Yeah, if, uh, I drew some schematics. To, to oh, schematics. I like schematics, man. I like them too. Okay. <laughs> Those are really nice. No? Uh, so I'm just showing them some rough mm-hmm. drawings of, of my understanding. Of, sure. You know, light bulbs and right. you know circuitry and stuff, which right. I have like a cursory knowledge. Sure, of, sure. You know? Like you have the, the contemplation. So you need to make electrical. What is this positive and negative as you guys are walking? Very by? important. Yeah, right. Uh, Rose, so uh, you, what, you what wouldn't think it's as important as yeah. it is, but it's. So important. <laughs> Interesting. He's definitely like, he, he brought out one of the most human things you've seen. He brought out like little readers, mm-hmm. like, you know, tiny little glasses that he's like looking at the thing for it. Maybe when he was turned, if it doesn't fix yeah. your vision, you right, know right, what right. I mean? Like, so whatever the problems were ahead of time. Uh, Rose Are you kidding out. me? Glasses for your entire unlife? That's a bum deal, man. I look up right. with a little monocle. Huh? Right. <laughs> I, have like, I have like one monocle from astigmatism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did you give me a wits and awareness as you're walking <laughs> through this part? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you're, you're looking at like little aqueducts. You can definitely like tell the difference that they're using three different types of water. He's And he has cursorily explained like we use this as compost and put into our fields. And... This is just for Rose? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, like, uh, you're more into the conversation. Part of me just feel it. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's a powerful mushroom. It's, I definitely yeah. do have a monocle, though. <laughs> just... yeah. uh, one. One? Yeah, it, I had three. It's a town. Yeah, um, the only thing out of one, you would have gotten much more even with two. <sighs> Uh, well, you, you, let you, me let me burn a willpower because okay. I have an extra one. Of Hell those. yeah! All right, man. Uh, as you kind of just cursory glance, you you do see people that are working, and the smell isn't great. You know, using these kind of materials, it's not a good place. But what you do see is is you see people in charge, and informing the gears and looking at the mechanisms that are being worked at. Uh, what you're seeing are with two successes burning your willpower point instead of just a single. You're seeing people that are taking joy in their work and that they're experts in this work. There's been a trade that has been cultivated around this new discovery of being able to recycle, uh, make more of a, a place that you can farm even in colder conditions. You can, you can start seeing that people are, you know, there, there's younger people journeying themselves up. You know, different clothes, different colors have been established to the people that are very knowledgeable compared to the serfs that are kind of just making sure that the most basic things are done. You, you do see a hierarchy that has been done. Got it. Okay. All right. Uh, as you get closer and closer, the conversation has been just kind of very enjoyable and engrossing to see these different technologies work. He's very excited about electricity. He is. I mean, can you imagine being told that like mm-hmm. the power of the gods can't actually be harnessed? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Barnaby, you're the first one to look at this because you are just like, wow. The first thing is you're crossing a hill. You see something very large heading towards you, like, like as if it was the size of five horses breast to breast, like crossing, crossing the area towards you, and it's round in the front, like like a like a stretched water skin almost. That's the way that your mind like feels it like, and you can see like stitching in between it. It holds like a bag of some sort that you put grain in. It's very, very large and it kind of just disappears over the horizon. And nobody else saw that but me? No, you were the, you're the one going, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like whoa. <laughs> you can explain that to any of your friends if you want, or you there can just a big old bag over there. <laughs> a bag of what? Barnaby? I don't know. It was like, uh, like almost like a scrotum, but like not made of skin. <laughs> yeah, that's a way to explain Whoa. it. Yeah, this giant though. It was like the size of a train. It was just like walking by or floating, floating by. Hmm. Giant ball sack floating by. <laughs> Do you have any more of those mushrooms? <laughs> no, I just had the half. Wow. It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say a giant scrotum? Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think I know what you're talking about, bro. Oh. See, it doesn't help. Is it yours? Technically, yes. Yes. <laughs> that is my giant scrotum. Um, nice. But, like, he's, he's like, we'll, we'll see a little bit more after we crest the top of the hill. And as you begin to climb uh, staunchly higher you look down into a bit of a chasm a little bit of a like a depression as if you will uh, and you see the beginning of a town uh, you see Barnaby's giant scrotum which I love that I get to say that phrase on the internet <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it is a a loft large almost like a like a cigar shaped bladder what you would consider very very large that seems to be on a, a path of steel over a very expansive city. You can see a couple of these things running in different directions. They are aloft, and they seem to have like a basket that hangs underneath. What on earth are those for? <laughs> Travel, my dear. I don't understand. Well, we saw to get a little... How do you say bogged down in all of our ability to get all of our resources to our individuals? So instead of just being on the street, I thought three-dimensional. In the air, you could also travel goods, services, and it wouldn't be nearly as heavy. <laughs> Michelangelo had ideas for this early. Hot air makes this all happen. What we have is a lot of methane. We've been using that to heat things up and sail them over the city. I mean, I suppose that's. I mean, I, I mean, you're looking like at an arch, it's, just like yeah. And we wouldn't know because balloons no. aren't invented, yeah, right, so it's yeah. like it's well, magic. Well, yeah. balloons are invented; they just were part of the Renaissance that got destroyed and then rediscovered later. So, okay. like you know, he was probably there around the Renaissance, and he just took Michelangelo's thoughts and made it work now he doesn't know how to steer him he can't like send one across the country so that's why the bar is that's steered. why a bar yeah so all this is is just hot okay. air essentially that oh, like no. hot air balloon was invented in 1783 reinvented yeah so this somewhere, would, in, this, somewhere in europe yeah this this technology popular, exists though. yeah yeah, right, yeah so but like we wouldn't know but well, like, you might. I would probably know. Yeah, you'd probably know, yeah. but you've never seen anyone create like a highway system no no I've, like once he says what it is yeah. I'm like oh 
Okay. Yeah, right. It's like so essentially what he's doing is he's heating it up until it gets to the top of the reservoir and then just using this curve to have it land on wherever his city points are. You see about three of these arches. Smart. So, yeah, right. There's mm-hmm. only so many going. And he goes, yes, I would love to take credit for that, but honestly, it's the people here. And he like, to his town, there's a lot of inventions that we've done. But uh, it's just to make them more peaceable. Easier conference, easier way to trade in between everything. You are very interesting, Captain, the way that you conduct your business. Well, we should always get to this easiest point from step A to step B. No, I agree, but it's your interest in the humans that is fascinating. Well, we talked about your proclivity when it comes to feeding. Mm-hmm. I can only feed with somebody that is naturally happy. There's a bitterness if they're forced or changed, or if I change their pers- perspective on existence. Mm-hmm. And if you're joyful, there's a sweetness and a caress of actual life worth living. Yes, but to build an entire city based off of this contentedness, it's just... I have my thoughts. Yeah, you're looking at like a... Not nearly as pretty as what you guys are building. Mm-hmm. That's something that does that you notice. It doesn't have the the fine workers or the craftsmanship that you know some of your guys can bring to the table. It's not beautiful statues and whatnot. It's more like put together mounds. Now they're straight. You know what I mean? Like, but there's not there's no detail work on any of this sound that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a town that probably holds around five thousand people. What's our town hold? Like twenty. <laughs> no, we got more than twenty, 20 we got, people. We got like a hundred people. About, in there. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd say closer to two, but like yeah. yeah. I didn't even think there were that many people. So yeah, I mean, people come out on the train. You know, it's the fans, even Jose had like uh, twenty dudes. Well, yeah, uh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't been and considering then, all of that. And Grant I had all of his slaves. And mm-hmm. Right, no, there's, there's people. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't survive. Yeah, the slaves are now on the train. Yeah, but there's no, like, true beauty. The beauty is the mechanism how everything walks. Like, as, as you're getting closer, there's a guy that's literally right at the gate that takes everyone's horse. He goes, oh, yes, um, probably to my chateau. That way we can speak about you becoming barons, if that's the yes, direction that we want I do to go. Have, I, have, I definitely have uh, some points I'd like to bring up. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's fine, and he walks over, and there's, like, a... Uh, it looks like it's multiple purpose for different weather. You see that, like, on its side, you can see retracted skis. Like, they put this down during the winter time. Currently, it's on um, what would be, like, a, uh, you know, like a cartwheels on the side of it. And it looks for the right one and connects it to a rail that also seems to have a chain that, like, starts dragging this particular... And it's large. Like, you could put, like, 50 people on this if you... Well like 20 people on this if you want. And it starts just going up one of his roads. So it's a like a moving platform? Like a moving platform that's on wheels, that's on an exact chain. So that... it's an elevator that drives you to your Well, no, house. no, this one's on the ground. This yeah, one's yeah, like yeah. just being pulled, like almost like a ski lift that's on mm. the ground. Ooh, ski lift. Yeah. Yep. Who doesn't love a good T-bar? Yep. 
Wait, what? Like, <laughs> like as you pass, you see smaller My ones of these. Stuck, you, put... yeah. <laughs> you, you see as as you as you and he's like pointing to the different buildings. And this is where we, you know, we're, create, we're trying to create class. This is a new thing. I'm that we're trying to out do. of paper, Barnaby. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but one of the things that really do strike you specifically is you have an entire uh, like everyone wearing the same outfit as if they're going to do a task like this is a a job that is going to a certain part of the area there's like 50 people on this thing that are getting free transportation across the city that like none of it like connects there's no traffic it's just this mechanized thing that works like a clock interesting Hmm. i mean do you suppose we'll need that in our town one of these days there's lots to be uh, gleamed from this tour. Absolutely. Is it truly practical? It appears to be. Or at there's, least a parts lot of that, there's a lot that appears here that yeah. I don't know. It's Fair a, enough. It is also a happy there's, people. There's a trial and error to everything. There's something. There's like, something dark between this. Like, you know the sound of, like, who and whovilles? Like, that, that overly joyful mm-hmm. sound from the movie? Like, it, it, it's like walking into a whovillian city. Like disenchantment, the elves. Yeah, like yes, yes. There's a. They're not singing together. They're not anything. Uh, right. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone seems to be not just incredible health, but like well muscled. Like you know, like they're 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 healthier than they should be. This is a whole town of beautiful people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel very at home here. <laughs> I mean, your stomach. If it w- your stomach would growl right now, Alistair. I mean, you're looking at. Hmm? Like, you know that natural beauty eights? Mm. Yeah. No makeup, no problems. Everyone is... Lots of children. Lots of children. So many of the small ones, though. Mm-hmm. They're always sticky. Have you noticed that about them? Oh, yeah, that's kind of a thing. Ugh. You guys are pulling up to the chateau. Mm-hmm. Not nearly as grand as your mansion. He doesn't have those people. You know what I mean? It's the only three-story building, though. It is. It is built up to three stories. Uh, It's almost like you know, like a Mayan kind of temple kind of thing going on. It's it's earthen mounds. You've noticed that there's not a whole lot of like wood construction here. It seems to just be kind of built from the earth itself as it goes up into its third step. You can see the classic stairs that go up to the very top of this thing. One of the very largest. There's no electricity lights, so a bunch of torches kind of light your way in. It seems vaguely pyramid. Are you affiliated with another clan by any chance? Oh, no. It's just... I didn't have any ability to build before I got here. I brought Toyodors, but... They're more about beauty and art. They don't know how to construct. So this was as large as I was able to create. I don't have the luxury of your artisans. There's something I would like to talk about, actually. Perhaps. What we have, the same way that we built your well. We have an individual here, lucky enough, born randomly, as far as I can understand the science and or mysticism behind it, that is able to move large amounts of earth in very specific ways. Interesting. We have um, we have our own magic users in our town. Well, I did see Mr. Shove. I don't know if you want to be engaged in that kind of magic, but... Well, protective barriers can be very important when yeah, you're trying he's... to, uh, you know, protect your 
barriers. <laughs> his, his kind of magic has saved us a couple of times. Was, so they will, they will. That was beautiful. Thank you. Alistair. <laughs> well, sometimes the proof is just in the simplicity of things. He just is like, I know that this is, uh, oddly enough, even though I've been here much longer than you, a little bit not quite as pristine as what you've been able to build yourselves, but uh, this is my home. You are welcome, and no harm will come to you until you leave. I believe you. Thank you. Wait, you said no harm until we leave? Of course. That's the. Well, you can't guarantee you. Yes, that's the, in the outside yes, world. Yeah. The, the offer stands. There's no possibility of bodily harm until you are no longer an invited guest. As is the way of the Camarilla. Is the bird gentleman around? <laughs> yeah. Yep. He, he kind of smiles as if that's commonplace. Yeah, so let's, let's, take, a, let's take a seat and, and discuss our findings collectively. Barnaby, you going to be good? You, uh, I'm great. Okay. It's not affecting your... You're not, no, like, just, losing intelligence. No, he's just you know happy. I mean? he no, just, yeah, yeah, I'm, he's just, just, I'm just thrown off. Cause, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> he's just like, yeah, no, yeah, let's do this. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Where's the bird guy? Yeah, right. Bird guy's <laughs> sitting there. He's happy. He's looking off into what he thinks is a beautiful city. You know what I mean? Like he, he's 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 up on top of that third like kind of dais. You can see that there's like a, a piece of wood that has been you know carved off of a branch, and you can see that there's been gripping from probably his bird. And you said he's gang- gangrel. Is that what he's you said? Gangrel. Yeah, he's gangrel. And how does he feed? You haven't asked. I know. I'm just curious. You'd have to ask. I will eventually. I'm going to go mosey over there while we're discussing. Yeah. But I don't, also, we know we got something going on. Yeah, too. sure. Yep. Uh, the, only, the only thing that's always on edge is uh, the guy that you've heard is from Greece. Uh, he has a serpentine walk to him. He's very, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's the only sour note that you've seen since you've been to the city. Am I getting that vibe or is everybody getting that Well, especially because you're so jacked up on awesome right now. Maybe you would <laughs> feel the slight chill coming off of him. Mm-hmm. He gestures towards a table. Again, it's not made out of wood. It's still that crafted mud work. You know what I mean? The chair is real. Uh, you can almost see that it's like stuffed with straw, though. You know, he doesn't have access to everything yet. He's, he's building from the ground up. You know what I mean? So, oh. sorry? I was going to say, who would like to start? But you would, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I just, uh, you know, um, I feel as, I mean, he's had a really long time to establish the city, mm-hmm. but I feel like even the small amount of work that we've been able to accomplish indicates that ours is going to be a little bit more dazzling, I suppose, is the word I'm looking for. No, with your eye, absolutely. Has an aesthetic. <coughs> um, we have certain advantages. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, based off of our location, that he is, you know, not had. But yes, that is, we our our city will definitely have more of an artistic flair to it. I'd, I'd imagine once less know, mud hut, for example. But I feel like there's a level of protection here that we don't have. Of course. But Mr. Cap, how do you feel about the um, the literature that I gave you? Right, I'm, well, I'm interested like to hear your interests, uh, your your thoughts. And it appears the Camarilla has lost a bit of its way. I'll admit to that. But they haven't had a strong hand to guide them in quite a long time. 
the actions of the Hall trying to get back some of their past glory from what they were before the change, is evident when it comes to what you guys consider a rebellion. I would imagine that most of the individuals that are in or want to be barons themselves probably come from that elk. Uh, what I can see was something I was trying to avoid. The frustrations of the younger kindred need to be given direction and resources to create their own pieces of the pie. I believe that the problem that you're currently facing with today's Camarilla is that instead of creating more pie, you're short-sighted, too short-sighted, to create a larger pie in general. We are sitting in the largest pie we've seen in the modern world. And it hasn't been cut up yet. Oh, it has. You just don't know it. You're just unaware. Oh, you guys kind of sit down as you do. Um, chairs aren't great. They're kind of purposeful. Again, that, that the, the lack of craftsmanship is definitely not from a lack of trying. They just don't have any experts to make this all happen. Sit, sit, sit. Uh, would you like me to propose what our meeting is as you were, Camarilla? Or as if you are Anarchs? I would like to have a preliminary discussion on your viewpoints um, and understanding uh, before we get into our uh, kindred political alignments. Oh, well, the floor is yours. We'll keep this neutral until you do make a decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's on? Uh, the the other gangrel stayed outside with his bird. Uh, the the guy that you haven't talked to, that none of you have talked to, he's in there in a corner. Uh, you see servants, they bring over some uh, chilled and or warmed refreshments to your request. Mm-hmm. It's all very tasty. Well, first of all, yeah. uh, your city is uh, very uniquely beautiful. I can, as a ventrue, respect the ingenuity and efficiency of it, although as you stated, it does lack the Toreador charm. Uh, it's not exa- it's functional is what it is. it is. It is very functional. I will not sit here and attempt to dissuade you from that or, or tell you that what you have created is anything less than uh, incredible. Yes. That's not, yes. <laughs> How many what, what is the, the population of your town? Oh, well, cresting over 2,000. The latest brood brought us right over that number, around, uh, if you include children, uh, we were looking at around 2,487. So very, very close to the population of Plymouth. You've created your own Plymouth. I mean, there's about 2,500 people when, when Plymouth is created. Mm-hmm. I would say that's about the amount that came off the boats, yes. And to, to make it all the way... To, to the West Coast and, and to, to recreate it in, in, in your own vision is... Impressive. Exactly. Um, but have you had contact with the East Coast since? I'm under the impression that you've kind of been out here a bit on your own, mm, building yes. and creating and surviving. Uh, after my original group of individuals, uh, let's call us explorers, if you will. Uh, we did have one reset of uh, 60 individuals, uh, all human, um, and 
After that, we've had no contact. After he says that, all of you can give me a uh, a wits and awareness roll. Mm. Oh, shit. Looking at um, the servants that are currently serving you. I'm trying to remember which dice rolled so poorly for me the last time I rolled. Well, here's one. Wait. Three. None. Fuck those dice. <laughs> we rolled another one. <laughs> and two tens. Of course they give me tens this time. Does Barbie get a plus one to perception because everything is just really nice right now? Super, super saturated. <laughs> six, right? Yep. Six. Uh, with your three, mm-hmm. you see the absolute health of everyone that's in here. Uh, this Every woman in this room would be considered a beautiful woman, and you wouldn't have a problem feeding on them. Mm-hmm. You don't know if that's just because they're in his little version of a palace, but uh, they are a lot healthier and better looking than the women you currently have in your town. Copy that. As with your six successes, you start to see this beauty, especially with a little bit of light that you have coming off the mushroom, uh, how similar they are. Same jawline, same noses, same place placement of their features. Clones. They look. They look like they all could be related. Okay. All of them. There is a there is there is passing traits of all the servants that seem to have uh, not a large gene pool. Hmm. And he's only he started with sixty people. Kind of see all these kids around. Gesture to Rose and just. Is it me or they all look the same? I mean, not the same as like my girls looking the same, but the same as in familial genetics, I suppose. Yeah, it's something weird. There's yeah. something off. I don't know that we would have known about genetics at that point in history. <laughs> I'm just realizing. You know, brothers and sisters yeah. look alike. They, they, yeah. there does seem to be a family resemblance Lineage. through them all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it a level of inbreeding, or... You haven't I mean, asked that yet. It could be. Who do I ask that to? <laughs> hey, Cap, are you guys <laughs> fucking each other, or what? <laughs> um, so, I guess I want to get a baseline of, of, of what you know before we move forward. Um, are you aware of the um, events uh, of 1776 that happened on the East Coast? I'm sorry, Mes out of game sorry what what are you fourth of july brother oh oh oh, (laughs) the independence now uh he wouldn't know the independence he'd be like no i was gone far before that okay so um as you know um uh, europe had been exploring uh new lands and this is kind of where where you arrived the british uh, colonized many of the um shores on the coast and um as time as time grew on and these these towns evolved into their own cities and whatnot, um, there was a collective revolt, and a new nation was born. Now this nation is known as the United States of America, the land that you are currently on. What is a state? A state is like a territory uh, that you would see in Europe, um, but. Y- 
you know how the kingdoms would own their own lands? Yes. Imagine that, but uh, all ruled by one government. Uh, and then the land separated into territories which have their own uh, cities and people that abide by the same laws and regulations, much like the Camarilla, um, but for humans. Um, and these lands are, are, de- are developed and uh, they trade amongst each other and they all have the collective uh, protection uh, of the, the government that uh, resides within them. So... This has been going on for a while. And Sounds like abject slavery with more steps, but yes. Yes, more or less. Uh, the Ventru have been very uh, excited to see how this works. and uh, The Camarilla specifically has seen this as an opportunity to be very hands-off, allow the humans to do the heavy lifting for them, and then build their uh, subsections of the Camarilla within it. Um, whereas, you know, in Europe we uh, kind of built everything, you know, for the humans and whatnot. It's a bit of an opposite. I mean, personally, I believe that sounds like too many chefs in the kitchen, but go on. So, as of a couple of years ago, in 1860, there was a, what they call a census, is a way for them to uh, keep an idea of the population of, of a country. Um, everyone registers um, uh, as an individual. And uh, they can vote on things and what have you. Um, you let them vote. They vote themselves. They, as I said, hands off. Which is, we'll, we'll get into that. I know. It's a lot to take in. There are currently 33 states in the United States of America, none of which have made it this far west. But in those 33 states, uh, the population density from Plymouth has, I believe you started with uh, 2,500. The last census, the United States was at 34 million. It's quite a number. Yes. So, <clears throat> when you say, actually it's 30, 32.4, but let's round up. 32.4 million. So, when you say that the pie has not been divvied up, uh, I have to respectfully and completely disagree. You feel that my stronghold here can be assailed by just simple wave of numbers? No, I am giving you an idea of the scope, the scope, the magnitude of the world outside of these walls. You have... You all have been quite busy since I've been here. (laughs) The humans have. Absolutely. The Camarilla has done a very good job of moving in after the fact. Following the cattle, so to speak. You You won't see the same architecture in Europe. Uh, There is British architecture, but it's not of our kind. And as these new states have grown, you've seen less and less of it. You can kind of see our influence in cities like Boston, New York. But when you get farther west, it becomes their own thing. They have their own accents, their own dialects, their own ideas of what the government should and should not be. It's impressive, 
and it's also uh, created a new idea in the Camarilla that really focuses on self-preservation and secrecy. Uh, Princes do not control the city in the same way that they used to. It seems like you just haven't cowed the herd enough in my absence. I mean, I remember burning churches and having churches burn us. I mean, who did not take into account the risk of allowing them to roam free quite in this way? I believe it was the understanding that it was left unchecked and then it was beyond the control of the Camarilla. So what you're proposing as a cow. I think this is a fantastic way to look at the things. Perhaps we can divvy, divvy up the, the ones that can... Well, I'm having actually the exact problem that... I'm having the opposite problem. Um, I don't have enough breeders in my pool. And they're beginning to look odd. Well... Up. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the, the second thing I want to talk about, and that's going to get really into the meat of, of the situation, is how important is this city to you? Well, my resources and access to people with different skills than I possess or any of my company has stagnated. In fact, what I require of you, if you decide to go to Bean Barons is 20% of your population. I will require them to live here as your tax. Like three people. <laughs> well, if you have two hundred, I mean, a few families, and they will come live here. There will be a tax every year, and they will not return. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into the crunching of, of those numbers, again, how important is your city you. Well, I found a mechanism to make everyone happy and well-fed and taken care of, safe against not just the elements, not just nature itself, not just God's will, but anyone that attacks us. Would you leave it? I would like to make it bigger. Would you leave it? No, no. I've taken quite a lot of work. Putting those things in the sky was not simple, I'll have you know. Would you die for it? It depends on what they would want to replace it with. You see, I believe that... I can't speak for my fellow compatriots here, but I would rather die than return to the Camarillo. I would rather die than leave the town that I now have. That's your opinion. How about one of your friends. Mr. Collins, what are your thoughts about this? Would you rather die than not have your town controlled by the same kind of organization that's controlled every town that you've been in before? What we've created and what we have is something I've never had. And I would lay down my life for it. And you feel the same way, Miss Rose? 
I feel that uh, the opportunity to make our own way and do things on our own grounds is is worth dying for. I don't know if you've noticed from my city, but it's not particularly gorgeous. It's outrageously proficient in creating what it needs. I'm going to call it functional core. You don't. <laughs> but you yourself, I have a feeling, are a Toyador, especially since I know your sire. Mm-hmm. You require or need, like, look at this town, things that the Camarilla can add. You don't get to just invent culture. Culture comes with the masses. But you are not the Camarilla. Well, I'm a founding father. But you are lost to the books. Yeah. And I guess that brings us to a very interesting point, is that I believe a part of you has actively ignored the Camarilla. Now, when we first met, you said that finally the Camarilla has heard word of you, but looking around, I see very strong individuals that could make the journey back to tell of your life, of your spoils and victory, and yet you haven't. Yeah. Why is that? I wanted to make something new. I wanted to make something that worked. Right, but you're making something old and or something new and something that works, and you're putting it in the framework of something that is archaic and so much less useful. If you want something to work correctly, it needs governing factions. It needs... Do you think the Camarilla would not have given you these things? Right. Well, paperwork can slow down all industry. Mm. Mm. Isn't that the way of it? You wanted autonomy. If, if you you wa- wanted the freedom to build your city. And you didn't want the Camarilla to stop you. You didn't want the mucking about in your affairs. I wanted to show them a pillar of the way that humans could live in a safe, happy environment that there'd be no need for all these power plays. So you, way so you went rogue. Rich. Yeah, it just seems that they're not... Really I just embraced the, the entire core of the Camarilla. It is to live thy life, to have freedom, and to be able to find other individuals like yourselves and not immediately kill each other. Wasn't that the beauty of the Convention of Thorns then? We made allowances for an overpopulated area when it came to too many vampires in a small selection of territory. But you can't deny that you essentially became an anarch. You left Europe, and then you left Plymouth. Can I ask you a question here? (laughs) Absolutely. The next vampire to join your little town, Mm -hmm. are they also going to be a baron? No. What will they be? Free. No, they won't. They'll be underneath your rule as a baron. They will abide by the rules and regulations. Yes, but underneath the feet of you, the founders of the town, which I find right by... They will have the freedom to come, to leave, to enjoy, so long as they abide by... Your rules. Your standards. Your rules that we abide by, and you force us to enforce. I have enough gunction 
and strength behind my moral character to say that I am a prince, that I am above, that my thoughts are better. It's easy to be a prince when you don't allow anyone to know of your existence. Mm. One of the core parts of being a prince is praxis. You're aware. Do you believe that another prince could come in and find fault in the way that I've handled my business? No, but they could come in and challenge your praxis. Especially if they knew that you were sitting on that much silver. Yeah. Well, they could say that I don't own the things that I've made. That'd be pretty impossible for them. And there's also a large part of my public that I've made into a small army. Hmm. It's not just lifting up bales. I don't know if you've noticed, but they're all quite strong. They're bred that way specifically. I don't don't know. The more you talk, the more it feels like you're making our argument for us. Mm -hmm. You've built an army. (laughs) <laughs> to protect the city that you built in secret. Right. And you want to hold on <laughs> to your silver mine. You are all underneath the impression that we will somehow share this region as equals. If you do not provide yourself as a prince, who am I speaking to? If you disagree with him, who has the higher point? I do not consider us equals. I consider us, hopefully, allies. France is its own thing. Germany is its own thing, and now the United States is its own thing. And within that, there are multiple governments, both of human and of kindred nature. And what I'm trying to explain to you is that when the Camarilla finds out about you, and I say finds out about you, and they hear not the city that you've made, or the ingenuity that you've built, but when they hear about the power of potential that you've discovered, they will invoke their right as the Camarilla to seize it. And if you disagree, they will probably send you back to the East Coast so that you may plead your case as one of the founders. And it will be taken over by, most likely... A primogen of sorts. You will lose this city. And if you're okay with that, then I would continue going down the road that you're going down, and I will plead my case to the next uh, prince or primogen that, that comes in, and I will ask for their aid and their allyship. I'm trying to protect you and your interests. So you have to sit and ask yourself, if you're 200 years of survival is worth losing because you finally found something worthwhile. I'll allow you to get a roll in. Ooh, yay. Uh, Politics? No, manipulation and politics. Are you going to roll against him? No, I know where he stands. I don't need to figure out what his stance is. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. I'm not making him look for sevens or eights, so I'm seeing just how... where... what... you're trying to chisel away a mountain, you know. Four successes. That's one hell of a success. Nice. And what you see is that Alistair, for the first time, feels comfortable. Right. You know, all of these boardroom meetings that he's been in for the past 50 years, all of the Ventru bullshit and regulations that he's dealt with, everything that he's seen and everything that he knows, he can finally use... And speak about, because he was more or less sitting, the scribe, you know. Yep. You make a valid point, but start with Bonnaby. You want to make a grand city. 
I saw what you've already put up with. You use quite a lot of wood. There's not quite a lot of wood in the low ground in the deserts. I imagine you enjoy hunting up in that area, Barnaby. What happens when your fellow barons need to cut down that forest? Take away your hunting grounds. You're creating these hypothetical scenarios that are necessarily going to happen. We don't know. You're going to live for a long time, Barnaby. You're going to need the wood. And ideally, we are going to solve the problem together. Do you think they care about hunting grounds? I think that we have a vested interest on things, and I think that they would look at my side of it as well. I think that once we build the correct economy, the railroad that lands directly into our town will be able to supply us with as much lumber as we need. Exporter. Not an internal area that can self-sustain. Yet? Miss Rose. Yes? I saw the beginning of your new... Let's call it a pub. Establishment, yes. Mm. What happens if... What you want to bring is culture and art and beautifulness to your area. What happens if that goes against... The idea is something like this. Nothing is pretty. More stabilized. Do you get outvoted and your beauty gets smashed to the wayside in the way of progress? In order to... Excuse the simple vernacular, but in order to make the dream work, it's going to cause each of us to make some sort of sacrifice. And if my vision doesn't come to fruition exactly the way that I see it in my head, um, then I will find a way to make do with what I have until I am able to fully realize my dream. There are steps to this. I have a plan of action, and it will require the help of Rose and Barnaby and Rusty. What happens when all three of them disagree with you for a matter? Do you get a special vote? Do you have a shinier pin? Do you have a station above the rest? What if you know, as as the orator and the bookkeeper of this group, what if you know your decision's right? And We each provide something important. At the table specifically, I understand the numbers. Rose understands the necessity for art. And Barnaby understands the strength of order. These are things that I do not collectively possess. And when they have something that they need to talk about, we will sit and listen to them, not as if unequal in a certain sense, but as a specialist. And I will trust in their judgment if we need something. What I would like to build, knowing what I know, of the people is a city that acts like a beacon of the West. Something to draw in people. Not necessarily to stay, although many will, but give them a reason to travel here. A reason to spend their money and and leave happy. I believe There's a commodity to be made in the frivolous exploits of human beings themselves. Their excitement with these new technologies, the railroads they build, 
they're not stagnant anymore. They're constantly moving. They're constantly building. They're constantly scheming. They're constantly in need of a place to place their coin. And I believe that I can build a city that will elicit a beautiful economy with the simplicity of freedom to gamble, to fuck, to exist. It's a beautiful vision, you have to admit. Four successes. (laughs) (laughs) And this is not a city that exists. And this is not the idea of the Camarilla. Well, let's say that I understand what you're offering. I don't know if you've noticed the reason why I brought you down the waterway I did. Did we stop any place in a creek that you saw go multiple directions? Or did you see one single stream that came from up north towards where you take all your water? One stream. Did you notice how it went through those canyons? I couldn't miss it. Mm -hmm. Also, did you notice my water treatment plant? Mm. Yes. If we were to engage in equal footing... You do realize that I could stop all of your water at any point. In fact, uh, that little area after you got past the mine, I was thinking it would be a great place for a lake. If I so chose it. Well, if we're speaking in hypothetical, I guess. Hypothetical, of course. I have not put of my course. foot down on what is possible. And if, if that were to happen, then I could hypothetically take a train that's in my town to get to the Camarilla much faster than you and explain the situation. Well, then you'd be underneath the rule yet again for getting resources from somebody that you don't want to play with in the first place. No, but there is... So all I'm saying is a group of equals here, if that's what you want to call us. Where does the equality come in? Because I obviously have a much larger hand to play than you do. Your 200, maybe, individuals? That you need so badly to stop the inbreeding in your town? Oh, yes, but I could take them by force if necessary. You could. You could. And I guess that would uh, truly make you an anarch in that sense. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Because once again, you wouldn't ask for help from the Camarilla. You would take something. Oh, no, I would take it by successfully. I'd stall you out first, first with the water. It would I'm, not, about I'm not denying that. But yes. I'm saying, in all of your scenarios, you are in control. Why mm. is that? Mm, you don't It ask. comes with the moniker of prince. No, it comes with the moniker of a leader. It comes with the moniker of a venture. It does do that. It comes with the moniker of a man who is proud of what he built and wants to protect it. Now you, currently, cannot protect what you've built. Not from them. Not from what's coming. If they held to my standards, they would have to be, I'd have to be put through the proper court systems. And the likelihood of it being stripped away from me from complete power would be minimal. You all right. Uh, what I do have here is a beginning of an enterprise, if you will. Don't you have building down there as an artery from the mainland to bring more individuals, more architecture, a happier life for everyone involved? But you're ventral. 
I can see it in you. I've seen it in your actions and everything that you've told me is that you're a Ventru first. Oh, yes. You are not a dog of the Camarilla. Everything that you've done, they've already erased. You do not exist to them. And when you return, you will not be greeted with parades and this 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 idea that, that you're going to save them, protect them. No, you're going to come out of nowhere with these bastard ideas that they don't agree with, and you're going to be going against 33 states that already work fine with a higher population and more technology. You bring nothing to them except silver, which they will take. But I can provide you the technology that you don't have so that you can bring electricity to your town and you can create an arsenal out of that silver. Mr. Poof here already has plenty of ideas of how to use that silver as quite a deterrent. Yeah, goes, hey. I'm appealing to you, not yeah. as a politician. I'm appealing to you as a ventral. I know what you want. I can see what you spent 200 years building. And now, truthfully, you're asking for a way to ensure your continued survival. You could crush our town. It would mean nothing to you. But in 10, 20 years... The Camarilla will come here, knocking on your door, asking where you've been, why you haven't been paying your taxes, especially with the amount of silver that you found. I mean, they'll by, by take it all. They'll take it all up. You do hear Pierre Poof speak of that taxes is a son of a bitch. Huh? <laughs> I mean, you think they're not going to back tax your mines? And they'll probably assume that you found it shortly after you left. So you what? You're you're 200, 200 years, years behind taxes? on your yeah. taxes, and you think that you're at a minimal loss here? He, he takes a second and, like, scribbles down on a piece of paper. <laughs> How much? He's doing the math. <laughs> I couldn't possibly know about that line. Um, <laughs> but you have the option right now to work with me so that I can provide you the technology and the arsenal you need to truly be the Ventru that you were born to be. And in response, I ask for some protection, help with infrastructure, and I will be your shield. Because I might not have the silver, but I can turn the silver into weapons. And you need weapons in my town if we're going to protect your town from the Sabah. Because they are coming. And if you feel that yeah. all of this can be avoided by going to the Camarilla and paying <laughs> yeah. off your thing. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> and if you feel like all of this can be avoided by going to the Camarilla, which again... You're peeking, you know. <laughs> you have yeah. not Barnaby's done. literally going like this. <laughs> <laughs> Owl eyes. Yeah. Get him. And you know what? Be my guest. But if you are a Camarilla man before you are a Ventru, then I guess I guess the, the few stories I did read weren't quite as true ah, as I thought. There it is. Yeah, there there it is. It's not bad. Because what's the only thing worse than not making money as a Ventru? Not being remembered. Not being yeah. remembered for being the Ventru. A good Ventru. Yeah. Ooh. 
<laughs> put that on your grave. That's so spicy. Why'd you put that in your private smoothie? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Why'd you put that in your silver mine? <laughs> silver butt plug. I believe I can have an accord, but I require something very specific. And it will tell the Camarillo what our intentions are. But if you want to make a bulwark in between, not just, in fact, at this point, we'd probably end up working with the Sabbat. To fight something as big as what you're all saying, I'll require the length of your railroad. So you'll stop construction going to California, IA, and you'll put all of your intention on bringing the railroad up to me first. Well, as a continuation of the line that currently goes through. Well, there's this belief in manifest destiny in in reaching the uh, the West Coast. A continuous line will bring everyone wealth. Yes. Yes, that's that's their idea. However, the beauty of the politicians is that they're basically ventrues in all but blood. And if you look at the railroad, I could draw it for you, but it is not a straight line. In fact, any time that they are given the opportunity to receive fund from the United States government, which seemingly at this point is endless, uh, they take a left, they take a right, they don't go through mountains, they go around them. I don't think that it would be too difficult once we're established to... Mosey on to Reno before making our way all the way to the west. What you have are experts on that particular system. As long as what the first priority is, is to bring up the line to me, then you can continue your way to California. If you want to make it a Mosey... Uh, I mean, as a... Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, if you got them straight lines going straight up, maybe you could, you know. Oh, my God. We all heard it. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. did. <laughs> well, why don't... A lot don't, of people live in my head, so... Why don't, why don't... Would it be possible to have a few of your workers to help us with this new endeavor when it comes to the railroad of bringing it up here because as much as you would like to be the priority we understand that but also making the way to the coast is incredibly important as well i see no reason why the two things can't be done simultaneously with the right amount of workers well because if we the moment we connect both coasts that means a camarilla can come in with impunity quite quickly from both sides in this way, we're only attacking, we're only being attacked if they do come, and they will come from the West. If we want to stand strong together, we need to reunite our two nations, and... All 200 people. <laughs> well, no, the supplies themselves. No, I know. Yes. What we have in abundance, you have in scarcity. What we have in scarcity, we have in abundance. And if you... Connect it that way first. I believe there's a chance for us to make quite a deal here. At least an understanding, at the very least. You bring up great points, but to make it viable, and for you not just to simply be a roadblock in the way to get to me, Mm -hmm. we'll need to be able to share troops, supplies, horses, Food, rations, people, manpower, knowledge, 
in a much faster way than two days traveled by night. <laughs> it would be faster. That's true. I just think that it's it's a shame to abandon our plan to get to the coast. We'll still get to the coast. I know, but I just even to pause it um, feels contradictory to our uh, deal that we had. But um, I, I suppose I don't understand the reluctance to work on both ends at the same time. In what way? Well, I don't, I don't see why we couldn't expand in both directions up to Reno to here and continue our plan to get west. There's far more ground between here and the west coast than there is up here, so this is still going to be finished first. Just in reference from Las Vegas is a four-hour drive to L.A. Up to Reno is about a six-hour drive. So, it gives you so distance same. reference. Yeah. Sacrifices are often made in the way of... I know. I've already put down one of my girls. Hmm. I'm aware. And getting to the West, all the way to the West, is not a priority for me. I'll, I'll be honest. I, it's not a, a stake that I have. But if you're willing to, as you said, die for this town, you should be willing to live for it as well. And letting our destruction happen because it takes a little longer to get to the West seems counterproductive to the overall prosperity of the town that you promised to your ladies. Mm-hmm. Yes, I... We can bring them hot water. We can bring them protection. I... It'll take a little longer to get all the way to the west, but we can... We don't have the supplies. We don't have the protection. We we barely have a prison. Well, I mean, it, it works a little better than we even thought that, that it did once it we does. found that cell downstairs. What we do have is potential. Yes, of course. And uh, I wouldn't be here if there wasn't potential. Um, but truly, that that is a concern of mine is the slowing down of our building west to make this connection i just don't understand i to me i it seems equally as important to connect all the way to the west as it does to connect all the way to reno i understand what you mean morally mm-hmm. but there's a pretty good chance it snakes to the left or the right either way I've, I've been, I mean, you, you, you rode the railway. You saw how many twists and turns we took. It's not a straight line. Exactly. They don't go through the mountains. They go around them. They mm-hmm. go around the rivers. They, they detoured for like a hundred miles in Oregon. Mm-hmm. You do have an expert in your camp with Strike. You haven't <laughs> seen, he's been mm-hmm. working, but you haven't, I mean, he would, he would, he would have the ability to look at the land, lay the land, correct, correct whatever problems. He would have all that expertise and the, and the engineers with him to be able to facilitate any kind of those problems. 
I guess what I'm saying is, of, of all the things that could be asked of us, this seems like the most, uh, the least uh, problematic. It also feels like it's the the most base of all of our intentions. You know, it it seems like it was pretty early in the list of things that we were looking to accomplish. That's all. Well, I mean, we're the last stop in the West currently, but there's still more mileage to go, and it will connect. You know, if we really, if we really wanted to, we'd have to go all the way to the ocean and build there. But we 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 chose what we chose. But we can make ourselves. I can't force you to do either one of these things. If you want to have a bulwark in front of what you're speaking about, this is a caveat of my plan. If what if we connect all four? All four. Four directions. We make ourselves a central hub. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Well, we have to start with one. Are you planning on making a railway down to the Sabat in Mexico? Well. All four. That would be East Coast, West Coast. North would be me. Mm-hmm. To my south would be a very interesting group of distilled individuals. Well. Hmm. Conversations need to happen. But us as Anarchs will be more likely to be received than you in your current state of mind. Imagine, if it works, a neutral ground where real conversations can be had in a town where nobody has an allegiance. Where there isn't a predisposition. A place where we can allow treaties to be made arguments to be had in the safety of a city that guarantees the survival of all parties involved. The Sabbat are coming. So are the wolf. And so is the Camarilla. And so are the people. But if we could create our town to be a protected gem of transport where anybody could get to us and yet we are not under threat. I mean, we all win. And of course, we'll pay our taxes to you, our technologies. There we go. That's what he was. He's looking for his <laughs> his top dog, fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's looking for his bone. You know. Yeah. What if I mean? you yeah. invest in us, I mean, the potential for for your city to gain just not economic ability, but population density and other protections in itself. You would, you'd be our closest neighbor. You would reap the most benefits. You would, you would get a larger percentage than the Camarilla itself. To that he smiles to percentage more. <laughs> Should you align with us, I'll need however. To, well, they seem to have forgotten me from where I came, uh, whence I came. I'm glad you're finally hearing that. Which <laughs> is ridiculous in its own right. But... Uh, I guess this time I'll require statues. Yeah. Oh, Stephen, statues can come down. You're right. Uh, the, the last part of this scene, uh, in fact, we're about to do a time jump. Is is him looking out? Uh, you see the um, the bird fly back in and land. He's surveying over. Perhaps we do have something to talk about. Deals are struck. You guys will have this alliance. Mm. The la- like the last yeah. shot is. Us three walking out with the pins 
Right. The bear yeah. pins sure. right attached to our lapels. Sure. Yeah, we're going to do quite a... Barnaby's is upside down. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'm walking in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going this way, and I'm walking this way. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a time skip and things. We'll have progressed, and, you know what I mean, work is going to be done, blah, blah, blah. But we'll take care of that next week. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us here at Vampires and Vitae. We uh, love to see you at our table. And always remember, take that big bite out of life. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Ugh, hated that ending. <laughs> I eat it. I eat it up. <laughs>